0: Grace, mercy and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. The text for our Good Friday address is The Passion of Jesus According to St John. I read to you again just one verse. Pilate said, I find no case against him. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, as we meditate once again on your passion, lead us to repentance and faith so that your death may mean our life. Amen. Amen. Who is on trial today? As we hear of Jesus' betrayal and arrest, his appearing before the priests and Pilate, his condemnation and his crucifixion. During all of this, who is on trial? Is it only Jesus? Because the strange thing is that by the end of the Passion, one gets the impression that Jesus, who is on trial and condemned, is in fact the only innocent one, while almost everyone else around him appears to be guilty. So that for those who have ears to hear, this is a story which puts humanity on trial. This is your trial. This is my trial. But the wonderful mystery here is that while Jesus' suffering and death shows your trial, shows you what you deserve, it also shows you your freedom from condemnation as the innocent one gives his life for you. Let's look more closely at this trial of Jesus. Has it ever struck you just how much time is spent in the Gospels to record the trial, the trials of Jesus? Because relatively speaking, there is more space given to describing his trials than his actual crucifixion. This is curious. There's two main parts to his trial. First is his trial before the religious leaders where they are concerned about his claims to be the Son of God, to be the Messiah and where they seem to be charging him with something like blasphemy. But then there is his trial before Pontius Pilate Where it moves from the religious sphere to the political, where the charge seems to move from blasphemy to something like treason. But right throughout these different scenes of the trials of Jesus, the truth shines through that Jesus is innocent. Notice how they can't even answer a simple question about this. What accusation do you bring against this man? The pathetic answer, if this man were not a criminal, we would not have handed him over to you. In other words, just trust us. He's guilty. And so Pilate comes out three times and says, I find no case against this man. He is innocent. It is happening as Isaiah had prophesied by a perversion of justice. He was taken away. Now, I don't know about you, but the thought of even being on trial for a crime at all makes me shudder. But it is another thing altogether to consider being on trial and convicted for a serious crime when you know you are innocent. When we see or experience injustice like this in our own lives or in the world, from the depths of our being we cry out against it. And this is what happens in the trial of Jesus, but infinitely more terrible. So we see his innocence, but then we see the guilt of humanity as we are on trial. Isn't it true that nearly every other character we meet in this story is shown to be manifestly guilty? So we have Judas who betrays Jesus out of greed, Peter who denies Jesus out of fear, the religious leaders who plot for Jesus' death out of envy, Pilate who capitulates out of cowardice, the soldiers who mock Jesus in cruelty, The crowds who cry out, crucify him in hysteria. And the list goes on. Here is humanity on trial. And we are found guilty because we know if we were there, we would have fared no better. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. And not only that... But the deeper truth here is that it is precisely because of the guilt of all of these representatives of humanity around Jesus that he must die on the cross. He was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. It is your sin, your guilt for which Jesus suffers and dies. It is your greed and your denial, your plotting and your cowardice, your mocking and your ridicule, your sins of thought and word and deed, your rebellion against the King of creation that causes the suffering and death of Jesus. And Martin Luther could go so far as to encourage us to imagine that the nails driven in his hands were done by our sinful deeds, that every little thorn which pierced Christ's head was one of our evil thoughts. In this trial, in this passion, you see what humanity deserves what we deserve and that should terrify us and lead us to deep repentance. But dear friends in Christ, if that is as far as we go this day, it is not far enough to make it a good Friday. What makes it good Friday is that in the great mystery of the cross is not only the depth of your guilt but the wonder of your salvation. Not only the death you should have died but the death that brings you life. Not only the wrath of God against sin but the love of God for sinners. The love of God for you is revealed in the cross. St John had said at the beginning of Jesus' passion, having loved his own who were in the world, now he loved them to the end. And now as he cries, it is finished, it is ended. He loves you to the end. To say that this trial is a perversion of justice is not to say that Jesus is a helpless victim swept away by circumstances out of his control. No, he goes willingly. He goes knowingly. He goes purposefully. It is his active love for you which drives him to the cross. And this love is an overflow from the love of the Father in sending his Son for you. In the very same place that Luther spoke of the cross as revealing our sin, even more he said, look and see in the cross how full of love God's heart is for you. Jesus knows that his condemnation as the innocent one is what it will take for the guilty to be set free. This is the great exchange. Upon him was the punishment that makes us whole. By his wounds we are healed. My servant, the righteous one, will make many righteous. And it is because Jesus the Innocent One is condemned in this trial on earth that you are declared innocent and righteous before the throne of heaven. St Paul says you are declared righteous by Jesus' blood and that there is now no condemnation for you who are in Christ Jesus. And it's worth thinking about what this actually means for your life. Have you ever seen footage of a high-profile court trial? The intense emotional anguish as someone's life hangs in the balance. They await their verdict. And if they are acquitted, if they are set free, the utter and profound relief that comes over their face, the immediate sense of burden which is lifted from their bodies, they cry tears of joy, they embrace their loved ones because when they are declared innocent, they are given a new life. This is what God gives you in the death of his innocent son, Jesus Christ. And if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. So who is on trial today? The trial of Jesus is also your trial. But where we are found guilty, we are declared innocent in Christ so that you can serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence and blessedness. Truly, it is a good Friday. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Amen.